Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, as we try to do every December, we really like to identify plant species that have somehow entered themselves into the Christmas holiday. Be it stories or carols or decorations or symbolism. So this year, even though it's not a native plant, we're discussing one of the gifts that the Magi or wise men brought along on their journey to visit baby Jesus. For those who might not know the story, at some point after the birth of Jesus, Magi or wise men from the east, they follow the star to Bethlehem. The Bible also mentions that these Magi or wise men, they came bearing gifts. The gifts being gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So today we're uncovering a bit about frankincense and myrrh, what it is, the conservation status, and a bit more about its importance this time of year. So let's start off by answering the question, what is frankincense? Yeah, so frankincense, or it's otherwise known as olibanum, is an aromatic incense, and it's used for perfumes that are sold in various grades. And it's derived from trees of the genus Boswellia in the family Berseraceae. And we tried to identify any trees or shrubs in the U.S. that might share common ancestry. And as it turns out, scientists have identified perhaps an early relative that might have actually originated in the Americas. The Boswellia trees start producing resin when they're about 8 to 10 years old. So the tapping is done two to three times a year, with the final taps producing the best tears due to their high aromatic terpene, sesquiterpene, and diterpene content. And generally speaking, the more opaque resins are the best quality. So this tapping is done by scraping off a small patch of the bark, at which point the tree produces a resin, and then you can harvest it. And each subsequent scrape produces a more aromatic and valuable resin. Thousands of tons of frankincense are traded every year to be used in religious ceremonies as incense by makers of perfumes, natural medicines, and even essential oils. And it can be inhaled or applied to the skin for its supposed health benefits. Most frankincense comes from the Horn of Africa in India, but also in Oman, Yemen, and Western Africa. So maybe you're wondering exactly what frankincense is used for. And they actually mentioned there's a wide array of health benefits. So it's anti-inflammatory, antiseptic, astringent. The oil is also considered tonic because of its benefits throughout the body system, including digestive, respiratory, and nervous systems. Uh, we're not experts, so we can't recommend those uses. Um, but certainly, you know, do some research. Uh, you may find some surprising uses for it. Uh, so we did want to talk about the conservation status of frankincense. Uh, so during the past decade or so, as you might know, the market for essential oils has really shot up and it's actually worth more than $20 billion today. Um, and that puts a lot of, of pressure on frankincense trees. Uh, aromatherapy used to be a healer's niche, but now it's more mainstream. Just how badly Boswellia trees are doing is actually largely unknown. Um, population studies are difficult in the remote war-torn areas where these species often grow. And the International Union for Conservation of Nature, which evaluates the conservation status of plants and animals, 
has assessed one of the primary frankincense species, which is Boswellia sacra, as near-threatened, but that was back in 1998. And even worse, Boswella trees are threatened by fire, which is being used by developers to create more open space for agriculture. Frankincense is actually exported by thousands of tons each year, and the, of course the demand increases, and that causes over-exportation of the ecosystems and ecosystem degradation and it brings populations to the brink of collapse. There was a, a recent study done that estimated that without new trees to replace the old, uh, half of the intact forests and half of frankincense they produce actually be gone within 20 years. And to make the situation worse, in places that were studied, the trees were old and they were dying and most hadn't actually produced a young tree in a half a century. So the other gift that we want to talk about was myrrh. Um, myrrh is actually similar, but I'll let you get into that. Yeah, so like you said, myrrh is pretty much similar. It's a sap-like substance or resin that comes out of the cuts in the bark of thorn tree species of the genus Comophora, and they're native to Africa, eastern Mediterranean countries, and southern Arabia. So myrrh gum, like frankincense, is extracted by repeatedly wounding the tree, and this makes it bleed out the gum. And after it's harvested, the gum becomes hard and glossy. It's typically yellowish, and it can be either clear or opaque. And as it ages, it darkens deeply and develops white streaks. Alright, so we want to talk about some uses for myrrh as well. And as you might have expected, it's been used for centuries as incense and for medical purposes. Medicinally, uh, they mention that it's also an astringent, antiseptic, and antiparasitic. It's also an antispasmodic agent. It's commonly used and included in mixtures to treat worms, wounds, sepsis, uh, back during the fourth century BC. Myrrh has also been reported to treat gout, headaches, jaundice, throat ailments, indigestion, fatigue, paralysis, uh, myrrh has been used in a variety of infectious diseases, including leprosy. Uh, even the Chinese have used myrrh in management of a variety of skin and mouth infections. Uh, also, myrrh has played a key role in religious ceremonies, uh, and that's in ancient Egyptian times. So today, myrrh is used as a component of fragrances and astringent in mouthwashes and gurgles. So while the conservation status of this family of trees is a bit harder to uncover, the information that we did find actually led us down the same path as frankincense. So this process of harvesting is very similar as harvesters again make several cuts in the tree bark to obtain the sap. So these thorn tree species are slow growing. They only obtain heights of about 10 feet in roughly 10 years. And 10 years is also about the same amount of time that harvesters can finally start the process of collecting sap. And as you can imagine, this places a lot of unnecessary stress on the trees. So many of these species are in decline as well. Alright, well, let's wrap it up. And, you know, a few final words. Boswell trees and the thornwood trees can be preserved just like any other natural resource. And we as humans, we have the ability to understand that over harvest or over use of any of our natural resources they can cause a number of problems and likely cause a domino effect of 
destruction for other species that rely on natural resources. Frankincense and myrrh were precious gifts for a reason. Let's not take for granted each and every one of our natural resources. Let's treat them all as gifts as we embark on a new year. Yeah, so with that said, we do have a couple of events for you. Um, they're actually first day hikes. So a couple state parks in the area are hosting first day hikes on New Year's Day. The first one is at Lackawanna State Park, and they'll be hosting several different hikes throughout the day. Um, they start with a 2.5 mile early bird hike at 9 a.m. And then they're also gonna have a kids hike at 1 p.m. and a lighter walk in the park at 2 p.m. And then Nescopec State Park will also be hosting a hike on January 1st. And this one will be a scenic two mile hike that passes along the back beaver pond and Nescopec Creek. So registration is required for both events. And you can register online at events.dcnr.pa.gov. All right, well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out, and you can ask questions, or you can make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and enjoy the outdoors.